0: This episode of Untold Stories is sponsored by BitPay. Stick around for more info about them later in the episode. What's up, everyone? I'm Charlie Schrem, and this is Untold Stories, where twice a week we dive deep with crypto's most influential leaders to find out how this movement truly came to be. This show is powered by BlockWorks Group, a media company with over 20 podcasts in their network. Check them out at BlockWorksGroup.io. With that... Today's awesome guest is Tyler Wordy, who is a founder and runs HODL Pack, a political action committee that has the word HODL in it. How cool is that? I'm so grateful for the opportunity to talk to him about HODL Pack and how crypto can help rebuild our civic and our institutions like Congress itself. We talked about like what HODL Pack is, the state of crypto regulatory policy, DAOs, lingo, the alliances, proof of stake versus proof of work. Honestly, we talked about how to break down uh, our whole economic and political system and rebuilding using cryptocurrency. It's mind-blowing and it was a lot of fun and I'm excited for you guys to listen. So I'll talk to you guys just in a minute. So you're in the crazy world of lobbying and political action committees and DC and Congress and regulatory. And and I want to get into your history in a minute, but I have to say it's like I never thought that years on, that not even 10 years on, there would be not one, not two, but multiple political action committees, lobby groups that are based out of DC um, to, to basically like have our back, you know, have our back when you're in crypto, whether you're a user or you're a company, it's really, you're like literally on the front lines every single day. And it's nice to know that you're there educating, you know, whether it's congressmen, regulators and, and things like that. Like, do you, do you ever feel kind of not this moral obligation, but do you ever feel like you're this kind of gladiator in, in that terms that you have that you're not representing because that's not really a good word, but you're um, right. having the back of, of millions of people?
1: Um, well, uh, I don't know if gladiator is the word I would use either, but that's, but that's okay. But I, I totally agree with what you're saying. You know, I, I know you were involved in the early days of the Bitcoin foundation, kind of this, or the first attempts to, yeah. to, uh, to, to have a DC based organization on behalf of, of crypto and Bitcoin. Um, but, but yeah, it is, it is a little wild to, to, to think about. I've, I've, uh, I, I. I had a similar thought the other day. I don't know if we, we can maybe get into this a little bit more later, but there, you know, Talk something alike. called the proof of the proof of stake alliance uh, exists, right? So something as niche as proof of stake uh, has a has a has an organization in in not necessarily based in DC, but DC focused. Uh, and, and you know they're talking to to congressmen about uh, proof of stake rewards and how you know taxes are going to how taxes will work with yeah. with proof of stake awards and and wow yeah I think I agree that that uh, even though I've not been in the industry as long as as you have uh, you know I it is, it's insane to think that there are those types of conversations are happening in D.C. I think it's definitely come a long way.
0: What a lot of people have to realize that if everyone got involved in Bitcoin, when I did, Bitcoin wouldn't be here today. It it needs constantly. It's like, oh, I don't want to get political, but it's kind of like you need immigration, you know, to what extent that's another conversation, but I'm an immigrant, you know, I don't, you know, I'm first generation. So, and here I am. So, you you know, um, I feel like that's great that you're in the industry now and, you know, we're doing what we're doing and the Proof of Stake Alliance you talked about, and it is very niche. There's, there's so many. And, and everyone I talk to, all my guests that are CEOs of companies are either started their own alliance or, or funding one or, or, you know, as a member of one. And you mentioned Bitcoin Foundation. Can I tell you something interesting? I, I keep the fact that I was the founder of the Bitcoin Foundation on my Twitter profile and probably once a week I get shit for it um, because the foundation is where it is today. And I'll tell you why I keep it if you want to know. You know, why I'm proud of that, of of founding that. Because the Bitcoin Foundation was the first attempt as this baby industry. It was literally the industry fit in a Seattle boardroom. That was the whole industry Mm -hmm. back then. And that was Mm -hmm. the first attempt of like, hey, let's get together and and put our monies together to do two things. And the foundation wasn't even so DC lobby, none of that. It was supposed to be two things, fund development. But more importantly, uh, fund advertising and fund education together. That was literally why I wanted to start it because I was tired of evangelizing. Um, you know, And I was tired of my company having to pay for me to get on a plane to speak at a conference. I wanted the foundation to pay for that instead or whatever. That's kind of how it all... And yeah, like I ended up having to resign when I got arrested in 2014, which I'm fine with. And I'm embarrassed and sad of... of where the foundation is today, but I'm not embarrassed of founding it. And I'm not ashamed of founding it. And I'm not ashamed of the people that were involved in our, I know good, you know, good intentions are not transferable, but I have, I have no qualms and no issues whatsoever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it is, uh, being a, being in DC is, is a, or in DC meaning, uh, you know, it, Engaging with the with government and engaging with the kind of the policy making process is a full-time job and in, in, uh, It actually isn't my full-time job We, we can kind of get into what I do, uh, like as a as a full-time job later and how I ended up starting hold I'm happy to tell that story, but there are p- plenty of organizations like coin center like blockchain association chamber of digital commerce that all you know are, are committed full-time to, uh, you know, representing the industry, uh, the ideals and what the industry stands for, um, you know, in DC, in, in the seat of power, uh, it, for better or for worse. Um, and, and, you know, I'm thankful for, for, for people like that who are, who are full-time and, in, in uh, in, in, in doing that. So it's
0: So it's, Hodel good, Pack it's good is, to think it's good. is extremely intriguing and well, the the name itself is great. So you have Hodel and Thank for you. those who listen to the show, You know how Hodel came from Hold. There's a whole story about a guy who was drunk one night when the Bitcoin price was. You could, you guys can Google it. So you took that. That's like the mantra. And I, you know, dude, I started this show because to keep the culture alive. You know, not that it's going away, but you're seeing you're you're seeing narratives be created, and you're seeing uh, organizations and people try to uh, use the culture and spin it for their own purposes. And so I'm trying to keep that culture alive. So by you starting Hodel Pack, that just, just that, the fact that people are going to be like, what is HODL? And they're going to Google it and they're going to see the early day culture and the fun. I mean, thank you for that was awesome. But what separates the, or your organization from all the other ones that you just mentioned?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So, so, uh, first of all, I'm so happy that you mentioned the the actual de- definition or origin of, of HODL. Uh, I love telling that story because I think it actually, it speaks to the, the real story. ethos of, well, it, it, it's, well, it's true. I mean, you, you, you touched on it and you can probably tell it better than me, but the, but you know, it, it, it derives from a, a you know, a drunk guy on Reddit saying, uh, you know, imploring everybody else to hold, hold, hold during a during a downslide in Bitcoin and they would like, don't don't sell. Uh, I think he mentioned his wife was out, you know, partying, like out, out and he was home drinking and trading or something like that. But, it, you know, whatever it is, uh, it's, it's not holding on for dear life as people uh, tried to change it. I've heard people, you know, define it as that um but i think it really that origin story in, in in particular kind of speaks to how uh the industry is like this online first kind of uh,
0: exactly born this in chat rooms kind
1: of like yeah. and, and that's that's the beauty of it this right this guy's
0: wife is out partying without him you know so he's yeah. and he's drunk at home and the bitcoin price is dumping and where does he go he goes to the bitcoin forums to like talk his, you know, his like issues out. I mean, come on, that is not the definition of our community. What else is right.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so we took that name, uh, to, for, for, you know, for HODL pack, I thought it was a great, uh, you know, good, uh, just a a great name that I'm glad, glad you agree. Uh, even though we have kind of, I'll admit that like sometimes i cheekily say that it can stand for helping our distributed ledgers you know cuz dc loves uh acronyms but uh anyway i i make a lot, I like to tell the story that that we we just talked about um but yeah so Pack is a as you mentioned a political action committee and what those are are you know organizations that raise money to donate to uh campaigns and to candidates um so that puts us uh, it's a little bit different than um you know other advocacy organizations that we mentioned, like Blockchain Association or Coin Center. Those uh, Blockchain Association is a trade association where you know the members are you know companies in the industry. Uh, and Coin Center is more of like a think tank research organization that's been around, uh, you know, and, and, and puts out a, a ton of spectacular content on on uh, the, that makes um, you know the policy issues related to crypto more digestible by the DC crowd. What is the DC um, but, crowd? But, what does that mean? You know what we thought was missing um, in what the role that we wanted to fill with Hodelpack, um to kind of supplement those other uh, organizations that we're mentioning uh, is a, is both a grassroots organization, so something that kind of gets the people of crypto involved um, rather than the companies, uh, and then be uh, a political fundraising organization. So uh, unfortunately, uh, dependent no. Unfortunately or fortunately, you know, we can we can kind of dive into that as well. Money in politics is a thing. uh, And, you know, it's probably not going anywhere. And uh, it is important to have that fundraising operation um, if you want to get the attention of of D.C., of policymakers and, and, and people in Congress. Uh, members of Congress, in particular, so so that that's that's Hodelpack. Uh, You know, there's some more elements that we can get into. We're trying to do some cool stuff with the using the technology of the industry to uh, to kind of create a new style of like community governed pack. Um, but at the at its essence, Pack is a is a is an organization focused on getting the grassroots involved and 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 to and kickstart some you know political fundraising uh, on behalf of the industry.
0: It's very interesting. And do you, did you, do you get any like pushback? Do you get, you ever get um, anyone question your existence? Like what's the point?
1: Yeah. Well, you know what, we're a pretty young organization and we're still kind of getting, uh, establishing ourselves and getting, uh, getting, getting attention. uh, So maybe that pushback might come. Um, But no, the reception has been pretty, pretty uh, good so far. And I think, you know, we have, you know, some founding principles that we, we think that a lot of people can get behind. Uh, you know, one, we wanna be nonpartisan. Uh, we're not, you know, we're just, we're focused on, you know, supporting anybody who, who uh, supports the crypto economy regardless of they're democrat or republican um you know we we want to you know uh be big tent so obviously there's kind of there's different factions within crypto uh let's you know let's talk a, about as you that know, for a second yeah i want to yeah, talk but about but we want to get everybody involved so, so. i
0: want to talk about so you so you were a legislative intern at the house of representatives And just to quickly go through you know you were a, a legal assistant intern you at Skatt and arps you worked at the you're intern at the chamber of commerce you got around a lot you were um at the treasury. So it's safe to say that, and then you went right into, into the, into the business and corporate world. So it's safe to say you're you've been at the Cato Institute for two years, which I love. I love everyone who's there. And so it's safe to say that you've uh, researched and not just research, but you've been listening and been a fly on the wall in a lot of different places. So in crypto and non-crypto. But so I want to let's talk about politics and, and how crypto kind of fits into the mold. And, and Bit, let's go back to the to the early Bitcoin days. Sure. The early Bitcoin days where were you have you had people that were mostly apolitical because they didn't believe myself included that politics can uh, exist within the framework of like Bitcoin. And that's because the early days of Bitcoin, we were like just basically all anarcho-capitalists, right? Anarcho-capitalists, for those who don't believe those I don't know, it's like libertarianism. What, but we believe in in government. You know, especially when it comes to land rights and things like that. We don't need to get into the de- details. Filled with ideology. Now, I guess my question is, where, like, if someone were to create a a voting block for bitcoiners and crypto folk today, where would we fall on that spectrum? Like, do we all have common things? You think? like can can we be a voting block that in the United States that you know congressmen congresswomen, senators can look to us and want to please us? You see where I'm getting at? like we can be a constituency totally. in and of in in and of ourselves, and we are
1: yeah, yeah, I think so that's a great question uh and, and I've been thinking about that a lot obviously, so good. great minds I like think I think yes, yes of course, so um my first answer to that is uh there is definitely an opportunity uh to there are there are things, there are poli- there are items on the policy agenda that I think unite all of of crypto, whether you're, you know, more of the um, you know, the the and and I hate to speak in these kind of broad strokes, but like the Bitcoiners, like the early Bitcoiners that you're describing, or maybe, you know, or you're maybe the 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 new wave of Ethereum ish people, right? They're you know yeah. I think the the value the, we see those values kind of on crypto Twitter and elsewhere clash, right? So so that's a great question of like what, what whether in a in a traditional political context, like can is you know can they uh, can those things mesh? I think on certain issues, yes. So uh, for things like you know reforming taxes right like the de minimis tax exemption that that people in the in in crypto have been asking for for uh you know a while now um
0: those oh, are wait those can are all... i tell you that the episode i released today just pause for it don't forget your thought the episode i released today yeah. was a former irs special counsel for 10 years and the first thing he said because he works for luca tax a crypto a bitcoin tax company he yeah. said mm-hmm. there uh in in all of the tax law and tax code, cryptocurrency is not mentioned once. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, just remember right. that. So at the end of the day, right? Like, we don't even know what the hell to do. Sorry. That and if right. you want to know more about, listen to the episode. Okay, continue. Sorry.
1: Great. Awesome. I will. <laughs> I will. Uh so 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 for things like that, right? Where that's something that uh in the eyes of the law or in the eyes of government will apply to Bitcoiners and, you know, Ethereum, uh Ethereans, I don't know what they call it, like alike. They? Right. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but uh so so those are things that, you know, HODL pack uh ideally can can be, you know, a big like I said, a big tent organization where people can come together and you know and and uh support candidates uh and members of of Congress that Uh, you know, support policy changes such as those. There are also things that kind of apply to uh, just maybe crypto in general, maybe even like more of like digital, like anything having to do with the internet. So these are things like uh, that the EFF via, uh, oh geez, I'm going to- Electronic Frontier
0: Foundation or whatever?
1: Yeah, exactly. Thank you. uh, Are are going to, uh, that they support. Things like Things about like uh, supporting, um, you know, coding as as a free speech right. You yeah. know, th- these are things that 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 uh, unites anybody who's working on any type of uh, crypto project. So so there um, there are things that I think unite all of the the whole community. Um, whether, you know, are there, are there things that apply more to one than the other? Like the proof of stake alliances work is obviously yeah. not very relevant to Bitcoin. Yes. So, so that, that's kind of where the distinction is made. In terms of like ideology, ideological, um, you know, uh traditional ideological lines and like where crypto fits on, in that like where maybe dc native people would like uh think uh, how they would think of like the crypto community i think the uh the the uh the perception is that you know it's a very libertarian bunch and i think that's probably true on a, on a, in a lot of cases but you know one of the things that i've been thinking about a lot and i would love to hear your thoughts on this charlie is like there's there's um there's a there's part of crypto that can kind of apply to everybody uh, or, or to apply to both sides, if you will. So, mm. um, you know, on the on the on the right, maybe on the more conservative side, or, or maybe the more Ron uh, Ron and Rand Paul wing of of conservatism, you know, you have the sound money arguments, right? That where that Bitcoin applies, it, where Bitcoin definitely, um, you know, uh, has gained support in, because of and, 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 and you know uh, speaks to speaks to that strain of, of thought. On the other side, though, when you come to things like DAOs and things like, you know, community owned protocols and stuff that to me that like uh, this is something like Jesse Walden uh, talks a lot about, like the ownership economy. Right. In a lot of ways, I think that's a compelling argument for those maybe on the left or maybe that are more liberal. Like these are the new types of uh, collectives and and uh, a new style of political economy, maybe uh, that, uh, you know, that can that can kind of. shift power away from away from some of the um you know the tr- the ways that they are now and in in that might be me uh more more yeah. um and attractive to the to the left so and don't forget what, what you just said
0: about the proof of stake alliance um also applies to your to your theory because the proof of stake alliance uh is filled with everyone i mean all, proof of stake was founded on that bitcoin is bad for the environment you know proof of right. stake literally whole true. mantra is that bitcoin is bad for the environment proof of work sucks it's like it's broken because it's bad for the environment proof of stake yeah. is great let's yeah. have a proof of stake alliance so green parties you know proof of stake alliance like hand in hand right
1: yeah i think that's right i think that's right and i i I forgot about that i think i don't really, i don't love to use that argument generally just because i don't think it's like a i don't think it's i mean i, I think it's an easily digestible yeah, argument for those their, in dc just yeah, and that's that an totally example. something that they that they say even though you know uh, Bitcoin mining in itself is not bad for the environment. But, you know, it's just we, we use we use the cheapest energy possible. That's
0: just. So let me ask you a question: If you look at uh, if you look at DC as like the battleground, and if you look at uh, H- Hodel Pack and Coin Center and these large organizations, would you say where are we right now? Are we on? as a community on the offensive are we on the defensive or are we are we neutral are we trying to get new things written or are we trying to prevent things from being written now like where are we as a state of the industry like what's the state of the crypto regulatory policy in in the world today or in in the u.s because at least the world does follow the u.s at least now to some extent right
1: yeah well unfortunately though we are seeing in the other parts of the world kind of uh, maybe get ahead of the U.S. in some in some respects when it comes to regulatory clarity. Yeah, we'll talk clarity, about that yeah, after
0: because that's another topic of conversation. I don't Absolutely. want to forget.
1: Yeah, that. so to so to answer your question, uh, your original question, you know, I,
0: the, um,
1: the 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 policy scene has has definitely shifted over time, right? So thinking back to you know 2016, 2017, uh, when when I think you know. Crypto really started to get real uh, uh, attention from DC. It was in you know response to the, the the bubble, the ICO craze, you know whatever you want to call it, um, uh, and and I think the industry was definitely a little bit on the defensive there uh, because they were you know um, you know the, the, it was the the industry it broadly uh, was was hoping for for you know securities law clarity. clarity etc etc there was enforcement actions i think there was a little bit of a de- on the defensive there since then uh you know we, we've seen a, a support in congress grow we definitely have champions uh oh, yeah. we definitely have people in like hester purse at the sec who are uh you know definitely God bless supportive Coinbase. of this
0: they're like the grooming ground for all these like potential <laughs> You know, yeah. congressman. Yeah. It's crazy. God bless yes. Brian yes. Armstrong. God bless him.
1: Yeah, right, right. Yeah, absolutely. And and um, so so you know, I think uh, maybe that opened up a little bit to to uh uh more asking for for things uh in in um you know shifted towards maybe more niche issues, kind of like taxes, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we got some efforts like the token taxonomy act, which I don't, you know, maybe not as a, sil- is not a silver bullet, uh, but, but is definitely an attempt from Congress to, to kind of like speak to the the needs of the industry. Um, and then now, you know, in the last year or so, uh, the story really has revolved around, uh, Libra, right? Like that's really oh, been what yeah, forgot about that. kicked it back into, and, 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 and you know, Libra called a cryptocurrency, call it whatever you want, uh, it was encouraging to see that uh, you know many many in Congress uh, made the distinction between something like Bitcoin, which is you know open uh, you know pr- you know public blockchains, and in 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 Libra, right? So so. It showed that there has been, uh, you know, the education in, in D.C. has been working. Um, and then now the extension of the Libra conversation, uh, it's transformed into like this greater debate about the digital dollar. Right. Like, oh, you know, China's creating a, a, a digital uh, Renminbi uh, or the DCEP or whatever, whatever it's called. Um, we need one of those or, or Libra is going to, you know, gain market share in the U.S. or in the world rather and, and, and threaten uh, the, the U S dollars reserve currency status. Um, and, 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 you know, there's been efforts to, to think about a digital dollar in, in a, in a variety of different ways. We can go deeper onto that if you, if you'd like, but the, um, uh, you know now it's about kind of positioning crypto to be something that doesn't get either caught up and steamrolled in that discussion or or you know ideally somebody that we can you know as an industry inform that and and, and hope to you know share what we've learned uh when it comes to tokenization and you know open standards and yeah. and, and all that uh to to inform that that policy development so
0: do you do you it's, been s- a, it's been a shift yeah Well, it has been shipped. Okay, come on. This is so cool. This is the new BitPay card that I have in my hand, and I'm so excited to be finally having the new one that just came out. Now, guys, I've been using the BitPay card since 2016. Yeah, you heard that right. Way before I started Untold Stories, way before BitPay became a sponsor of mine, I've been using this card, and it literally became a way for me to have a bank account uh, for many, many years, as, as a lot of people in crypto need Banking need better banking. The BitPay card is chock full of the coolest features. It's got contactless pay, uh, better rates and limits, no fees to convert from Bitcoin right onto the card, added in chip security. I mean, it's sexy. It looks good, unlike other cards. It's so easy to get. Just download the BitPay app on your phone, click the card icon, and you can do it right there. If you use the promo code Charlie June 20 your card is free. Remember, CharlieJune20. 20. It's in the show notes. You can get a free card. So literally, just from listening to my show today, and make sure you actually listen, you could get a free card just by entering that code. So download the BitPay app, get the coolest card on the market, the best card on the market. I've been using it for over four years now. I know there are so many cards out there, but the BitPay brand is the oldest and longest running Bitcoin company in the world. I mean, that's who issues this card. This is the card you want to have. Remember, Charlie, June 20, download the BitPay app on iOS or Android to sign up for the new card. You're going to freaking love it. Uh, what keywords are, what buzzwords are being used now? This is a great question because a lot of the buzzwords and the words that we use today came out of like policy conversations. Like remember DLT, DLT is a perfect example, permission right. chains, things like that. So what are people using yep. now? Do you see Bitcoin, crypto, Ethereum, altcoins? Like, What are the lingo that they're using in you know in, in DC or in the world or whatever? Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, remember like the, Bitcoin became a dirty word or ICO became a dirty word and things like that. Yeah. Do, right. Do you have any right. dirty words now that kind of don't try to use? Like you can't say ICO really. What are What yeah, are they called I, now?
1: I, ICOs are still probably a, a no, no. Uh, you, <laughs> know, you don't want to, that brings up bad memories for, for regulators and, and, and people like mm-hmm. uh, I think, um, th- maybe token offerings, I token think offerings. Better, is it a better way of saying that. Yeah. I think there's, uh definitely people in the SEC uh you know hester purse again uh in, 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 re- in staff in the SEC have have uh realized that you know this ICOs are one thing are one way of doing, uh, an initial kind of like, or excuse me, not to use initial, but like a token distribution event. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's what they've, they've called it uh, in their, in their letters. But so, so token yeah, the, the lingo event. is changing. I think another buzzword is, is like digital currencies, like looping in crypto with, um,
0: like square and stuff like, these, that, like square coins or whatever, if any, you know, yeah,
1: yeah. Or even, or even like these, uh, you know, uh, government, government, uh, attempts at, at, at digital currency right so so it is it's still important to kind of make those distinctions uh and, and that's you know so that that's one of our goals is to make sure that uh you know we can
0: How about defi like distributed finance now defi is something that people are comparing this defi bubble that we're going through because uh my friends who run the the exchanges tell me that it used to be 70% bitcoin 30% altcoin but right now it's like the opposite mm-hmm. because of defi yeah. defi uh, you know the the ability to earn yields, and then the ability mm-hmm. to earn insane yields, the ability to borrow against, and then redeposit what you borrowed to use as further collateral, and you're just doing over and over and over and over again. Obviously, yep. anyone can see the writing on the wall how it could end badly. Yams are up three hundred, has a bigger market cap than Tesla, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's true. Even I'm just it saying it's like last
1: night. Yeah. Oh,
0: exactly my point. So like it's yeah. it's a crazy risky world. I almost wanted to tweet last night and just say like, be careful, friends, because. Uh, Mm -hmm. But the difference is this, DeFi was created by the VC blue chip companies, you know, like BlockFi's of the world, they created DeFi, Celsius. So now DeFi is being looked at as like a potential very dangerous thing. How is the government looking at that? They haven't said, they've been mum. They haven't said much. There's no regulatory around it. Like it seems to be that it's kind of odd I have to look at the laws, but- how if you want to start a Bitcoin company and just do like buying and selling, you need all these money transmitter licenses. I went to jail for that. But if you want to start a company and let someone deposit a thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin and you lend them out $500, there's no laws or regulatory stuff around that.
1: So Mm. I'm just a little
0: bit confused, you should say.
1: Yeah. So I think that it's a, I think that's a good point. I I I don't um you know I'm not a I'm not a lawyer and I'm not like good at I I, I would I I don't dare to go out on a limb and, and make any uh you know speculations or anything like that. But you know, I I I feel that yeah, that DeFi you feel like my- No, I think you're I think you're right that like De- DeFi uh broadly. Um, or at least some of the things that are, you know, going, going on in DeFi aren't maybe necessarily on the radar per se. I mean, just as an anecdote, you know, I, I have a, um, I've been interviewing members of Congress for HODL and uh, in, so just a plug, go subscribe to our newsletter on Substack. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> I, I, I talked to representative Bud from North Carolina and he's on the FinTech task force, which okay. was a recently, a recently, uh, you know, uh, uh made uh task force in congress uh it's related to the House FinTech financial services committee task
0: force i love that
1: yeah fintech task force and there's another one on ai but anyway so so i said i used the word traditional fintech uh and uh to describe like everything that they're talking about because to me it, it you know you need to separate traditional fintech kind of you know think of in you know, the examples abound, but, uh, from, from DeFi, right. Where these things are completely different and, and, and they're definitely more, they're crypto native and they're not, you know, so, so I think some of the same issues, uh, that, uh, maybe were, uh, um, brought up in the 2017 run, uh, are probably gonna be revisited in a new context uh, with DeFi, I would think. You know, I think yeah. there's probably some, and then all, like the ones you mentioned, the money transmission laws, the um, uh, things around custody, even though OCC has made a lot of uh, uh, progress on that. And then things around securities laws too, you know, uh, they probably, again, not a lawyer, they probably, there's, there's the application of those laws to, to anything that that touches the US market. Uh, so we'll see how those things unfold. Um, but you know, uh, the, the difference between then and now is that, you know, we have this educational infrastructure, uh, this advocacy infrastructure, uh, and I think the industry will be better off, uh, from, uh, as a result. However, you know, yeah. it's, it's important that, you know, the people in the industry, self-police and call out scams and all that kind of stuff as, as, uh, as we are want to do. Uh, so, so that, that's good. We'll, we'll continue to do that as well.
0: What type of, uh, how have you guys been able to adapt in the COVID-19 era with being able to, to access these congressmen and Congresswomen and, and, and senators or whatever? And, and, uh, because you can't really just like kind of walk the halls and try to grab and have a five minute convo on the side. You can't do that anymore.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, so my, my turn to plug, you said you released a podcast this morning as did I uh, uh, with Kristen Smith from the blockchain association. And she made a great point that, you know, you don't uh, in this era of of, uh, you know, of the pandemic where everything is, is of COVID the yeah, good stuff. So fun that that we've been having for the last several months. I hate Um, talking about it, but yeah. Yeah. It's
0: what did she say? What was her?
1: So her point was, you know, you know, uh, much like everybody else, you know, Congress is adapting to uh, Zoom calls and and uh, you know, digital first interaction in business and and uh, and you know, you don't have to dust off your suit and fly to Washington anymore to get a meeting. Now you can, you know, reach out and and uh, and, and schedule a Zoom call or a phone call. And and you know, I think uh, Holdpack is we we're well positioned and you know to, to help facilitate that, that exact type of interaction. That's exactly what we want to do. We want to get the grassroots people involved and be able to, you know, connect people across the country that are, uh, you know, working in the crypto economy or supporting the crypto economy, uh, and connect those people to their, to their representatives and, and, and make it known that this is a a, a thing in the U S that needs to be uh, encouraged.
0: Up until this point, we've we've talked about um, crypto, and I'm you know just let's talk let's use the word crypto to define everything for the sake of the further conversation. So you were talking about uh, crypto existing within the current framework of uh, the government, how the government works, how our institutions work, how our tax law works, how our uh, securities law works. You know, we're just trying to like plug and play, fit square pegs and circle holes, right? I think that's right. A lot of people in the early days would say things like. And actually, I think it was, I can't take credit. The first time I ever heard it was in 2012 was by Zach Harvey, the founder of the Lamassu Bitcoin ATM. Actually, the, the pioneer of, the, of, of Bitcoin ATMs in general, the Harvey brothers, Zach and Josh, said to me, Charlie, because he came from the libertarian movement, in New Hampshire, lived in New Hampshire. He said, Charlie, you have it all wrong. We're not trying to replace the Fed. We're trying to transcend the Fed. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, look at my Bitcoin ATMs. If we create a better newer financial system and we give people the choice they'll voluntarily use our system and then by, by virtue of choice and capitalism and free market less people will use the old system and, more, and you could follow yeah. follow through what what will happen and and that's been happening you see with DeFi, you create credit and capital markets it's been doing really great how can we use crypto this is something that i know you've you've talked about before but how can we use crypto to like rebuild uh our institutions or rebuild civic civic life, uh, voting, for example, you know, that's kind of talked about a lot, but how we interact with other human beings that we live amongst and how we interact with our representatives, how how government is, even, how governing is even done. Is there yeah. a fundamental change that can be done or can be done better using this technology that we have here?
1: That, that's, a, that's, a, that's a huge question. And I think it's one I spend a lot of time thinking about and I'm glad you brought it up. So like the... to start with your, your, your first, your first example there, you know, um, uh, with, with think about what is a, what's a key core institution of society is, is, is money, right? I mean, like that's, that's, and that's kind of what Bitcoin was going, that is what Bitcoin is, 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 uh, going after, if you will, to use, to use the term, um, uh, and, and, you know, that type of competition to, um, to, to to improve uh the 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 Fed in, in the in in the traditional way of thinking about money, I think is is should be welcomed and encouraged on uh in in and, and uh you know I think it's um and I'm glad that, that 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 that's happening. I I so you mentioned I used to work at Cato, my boss there, uh George Selgin uh in and, and and uh and along with Larry White are two economists that have um Done a lot of work on free banking and, and private currencies and in the advantages that they have. So, so that those, those are th- that's one right. And then so, but this bigger question that you brought up about you know rebuilding institutions uh, with with the tools of crypto, I think is really interesting. Is something that we're just cracking the surface of. And to use this example of DeFi, right? Like even this, the Yams uh, thing that right. that, that, that we we're mentioning, like it truly is incredible that within uh ten days uh you know a, a community was spurred to build this this protocol this application um to to you know uh contribute to it to there was a there was like a volunteer audit of it there was et cetera you know there was this uh non government uh organi- organizing um y- using the tools uh uh of of crypto to to encourage trust and in, in in the like um that, uh, that, that sprung up a a completely new organization. And, And I think these, this idea that it can be extrapolated into a lot of different areas. And I'm, I hope that, you know, the crypto community keeps this in mind that, you know, we can, we can also use this, uh, technology to, to maybe, you know, do, to accomplish other things and to revitalize civic life, as you said, to, to, uh, uh, to um create organizations like like even like hodlpack where uh you know you're, you're participating in government uh via via y- using the tools um of crypto you are maybe creating a uh you know a, a, another organization uh to do something else by using the tools uh you know of crypto to 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 do so you know it gets back to this like idea of uh, of of that, that Tocqueville had uh, when he visited the the U S. not to get too uh, yeah. you know in the weeds here but but you know his his observation of Americans was that you know uh, if you put three you know Americans in the in the room together you know they're 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 going to elect a treasurer right they're going to because they're going to self organize and and, uh, and 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 you know it's and, so true. And make and, and make institutions to to, to better their Better their uh, their their situation, and I think that's a that's a crucial thing that maybe you know society maybe has moved away from. We 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 look towards federal government uh, in the the large acts of the in the Federal Reserve is a great you know example of this. We look to these large, huge, centralized institutions to to take care of us, and it's and it's more of like. You know, the, the battles and become, you know, how do I gain control of this of this weapon, this like yeah. this huge thing? And how do I how do I it, rather than how do I build new things and how do I, you know, experiment with with new things? So I, I just think that uh crypto and I, maybe I'm not doing a great job of answering your question, but I think crypto has a is a fertile ground for creating these new types of organizations, Um, you know things that are digitally first and things that have the advantages of crypto over, over what is, you know, web two, what's referred to as web two. Right. So, uh, I, I you know, I'm fascinated by these, these concepts. I'm still fleshing them out myself. And sure. I, and I hope, uh, I hope those in crypto kind of like realize what we're, what we're doing here is, is more than, uh, it, it, you know, could, could, could be pretty big. Uh, and it's, and, and it's the society changing, uh, level.
0: And, uh, and, and that belief that you just said, like in a, on a society changing level, I, I agree, you agree. Do you think our elected representatives agree with that? Or do they still think that, okay, they'll go along with this now, but it's still kind of like it'll, it'll go away?
1: You know what? I, I don't know if they truly grasp what what, the, the potential. what we're talking about here or the, or really the potential and i'm not sure that we need them to do you notice the ones either. that
0: do though do you notice there's like when a when a when a representative so i have friends who are heads of state and out of out of this country uh, of course i don't know any any politicians here um actually my friend's the fire chief and i know the chief of police she's a very nice lady she's my fr- but in florida you can know the chief of police like she Hands out right. our business cards, you know. Like, here's your get out of jail. Free. I have one get out of jail free card, <laughs> but it's only in my little town here. But um, around the world, like I know, um, mostly from from them who have followed me, and I would re- on Twitter I would reach out, you know. So I have the governor of of a, of a whole state in India, um, the vice chairman, uh, the 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 chairman of a party who's a vice chair, who's the vice president of his whole country in in Eastern Europe, have followed me and I've reached out and had conversations. Do you notice, like, when they get it, they they go in like full force. So you you have some of these congressmen who you're you're going to start to see, and especially some of the congresswomen and 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 um, especially like the newer ones too, the the younger generation, the younger congressmen and women uh, and senators and stuff. When they get it, they're like, "Oh, we love crypto. We love Bitcoin. My mm-hmm. uh, my son mines for Bitcoin. You know, it's like a given almost. Like Bitcoin is." here to stay. So my question to you is, is it worth educating kind of the, the ones that are going to get voted out who are like retired on their way out? Is it worth wasting your time with them, even though they sit on these committees right now, or should we just sit tight and kind of wait it out?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I, I, though, though, I think, I I think it is important to, to, to reach out to, to everyone just because, you know, uh, uh, for, for, uh, Hmm. You know, for for certain for certain policy changes, like you know, those in power, you, you simply need to need to engage, right? That like so, whether if they're on their way out, they're still at the top of the committee, and you want to you want to engage those those folks anyway. Um, but I, I agree with you that you know the young young I, uh, in there there's an up and coming crop of of members of Congress that I think are are uh,
0: on both are, sides, you know, which fertile, is
1: great on both sides are yeah. fertile ground to get, to get in and for, to join, you know, um, to, 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 to bring onto our side. Yeah. I don't
0: know, man. Like I'm telling you, I think everyone laughs at me, but I've been saying that, that crypto is bringing world peace. And I think one of the reasons is, is because it's, it's now crypto and Bitcoin was something that was created. And one of the best things that Satoshi did was not even tell us his gender. Well, he kind of mm-hmm. did, but everyone thinks he's male cause he clicked male, but I don't think, that I think that was like a default thing because you don't know his mm-hmm. gender, his race. So no one can claim ownership of the invention of Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, and so therefore, uh, because of that, it is a very leveled playing field from from its outset. So it's really nice to see, like I'll meet these radical like Tea Party right wing. Oh, I didn't mean I'm going to get yelled at now because I called Tea Party Radical. But it's my show. I could say what the fuck I want. Um, <laughs> radical on one side. Yeah. And then radical left winger, like the whole world needs to be communist, can literally have coffee together and we can hang out and talk about crypto as a, and we all believe the same thing. It's so cool. Never in my yeah. life did I know anything about that
1: yeah I, I think you're right and it's just about it's about tailoring tailoring the uh the argument if you will or the 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 points that you're talking the talking points that you're using to to each individual's priors i think that's just that's just kind of human nature right yeah. um but but uh but yeah i think i think this vision of of you know rebuilding uh institutions or reinvigorating uh you know this this kind of like drive to to create new things that can be handed off in the way Satoshi handed off Bitcoin to the broader community uh that and that can exist in perpetuity um you know this idea is something that uh is, is truly inspiring I think uh, in in Satoshi you know not Satoshi should be uh you know proud put him on Mount Rushmore next to the president really for should. That, right yeah yeah we, Even really should. we don't know what it would look like so maybe just a bitcoin B.
0: how can to 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 kind of wrap this up, how can um, the layperson, uh, the, the 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 listener who is just a crypto lover, small time investor, few hundred bucks or whatever, um, how can they help you do what you do? Because it seems like you're funded by like companies and industrial corporations. But how can uh, how can how can I get involved? How can the the layperson get involved?
1: Absolutely. Actually, so so. Just to correct you real quick, we are we we aren't funded by corporations. We were we're funded by individuals. Some oh, of the awesome. founding, no, yeah, some of the founding donors that 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 gave money to us uh, to get to get Pack off the ground or, you know are are the leaders of the industry, people that are involved with some of the bigger you know, businesses. But Holdapac Holdapac is focused on on uh, on on engaging you know the individuals, uh, the the lay people, if you will. Um, so one way to get involved is to go on, uh, you know, hold dot org, uh, and, and, you know, give us your email. Uh, we will reach out and we'll get you involved. Um, over the next week or so, we oh, are going a to score. That's right. Yeah. So, so over the next week or so, we're going to be launching some new, uh, some new uh, um, features. One of which is HODL Score, which is going to be a place where we can uh, where we're going to talk about you know what members of Congress and candidates are saying about crypto and doing for crypto, so people can get informed about what their representative is doing. They'll also have a chance to look up their representative's contact information and and to uh, and you know to 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 send you know emails or or, or letters on on behalf of, of yeah. their views. Uh the second thing we're gonna roll out is we're working with um abridged and uh we the peeps, which are two uh two friends of mine in the in the industry to to kind of uh to use um uh a Discord-based kind of like baby DAO, if you will, not quite a DAO, but we're gonna be using uh, you know, we're gonna uh Disperse hodl votes to to so uh, token based hodl votes to to people who join our Discord that they can use to vote for where the where the yeah. uh, where the where the donations go. So so there's a few different ways that uh, to earn to earn those hodl votes. One is just you know joining in, in in joining the Discord, joining hodl pack. The other way is to is to you know make donations um and then you'll be able to actually make uh you know take part in the governance of of Hodelpack and and to make the decisions of where where the uh where our money is is dispersed to and
0: so it's like a it. decentralized political action committee
1: That's exactly right. We want to we want to use the use the tools of the industry to uh to to support the industry.
0: I want to ask you actually one more question. What uh, do you yeah. think that that campaign finance rules should change? Um so
1: I actually, I, I, I might be, I I don't. Um, and, and this is, and this is why, because I think, uh, once we get into, um, once we get into, uh, the, like regulating what people should do with their money, uh, then it gets in terms of like expressing their political. So expressing their political beliefs though. Right. That's where it gets a little tricky for me. Right. So, so, uh, there there are plenty of campaign finance rules and in fact most of them are geared towards transparency so you have like so for holdpack you know uh our our donors are publicly available information um there there that is uh, there's there's probably some some changes along the uh, in the camp uh, on the periphery of the campaign campaign finance laws that can you know be tweaked to uh to you know make it better more transparent um but but overall you know this whole like get money out of politics idea yeah. i think is is somewhat misguided in this because it's 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 about you know uh you know free speech at the end of the day that's that's how i feel about it and, right. and and frankly i would rather innovate on ways to do that right so so rather than, rather than regulated, I think things like Hodlpack, where it's controlled by the community and not, you know, this dark box that it go, money goes into and goes out of, uh, that would be, you know, that's a, that's a better alternative.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that. It's like, so it's, but what you're saying is like, hey, let's recognize how things are done now and recognize that it's going to be hard to change. Rather than change it, let's create a lot more transparency around it. So like the bad behavior will almost root out itself.
1: I think that's right. That I think that's a probably it's a good lesson for, for a lot of, lots of things.
0: Yeah. I, actually, it's a good point. Well, Tyler, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Uh, Hodelpack.org. Thanks for doing what you're doing and taking the time and talking. And, uh, and I know a lot of the listeners will follow you and your Twitter and, and sign up to your sub stack so they can read uh, what's been going on. And, and yeah, and I'll send you my travel plans. Maybe we'll meet up uh, in DC next weekend or something.
1: That would be great. And thanks so much for having me on trial. This was great.
0: Awesome, I'll talk to you later.